Welcome back, everybody, to the Trox Tierney EdTech Podcast, Episode 10. Today, we're going to talk about computing solutions and mobile devices, and we have a special guest who is uniquely qualified to answer questions on this topic. Uh, joining me today is Mohammed Mo Khan, and he's our category uh, manager for computing solutions. Welcome to the podcast, Mo. Thank you, uh, Derek, and hello, everybody. Happy to be here. Great. Before we dive into the questions right away and start talking about um, devices and computing solutions, could you just give the audience a little bit of background, a little bit of your background, just so that they understand um, you come with a wealth of experience. Um, this is this is what you do. You interact with vendors. You're you're literally a, an expert in this field. But if could you just touch on that briefly? Absolutely. So as I said, I come with a background in category management and uh, 14 plus years of doing that across different industries in North America. And I love my work. I love uh, interacting with the vendors and with the products that they bring to the market and the solutions that we bring to the customers together. So essentially, uh, whether it's solutions uh, providing or the service, uh, we do that with a smile. We support our customers and we uh, work with our vendors. So essentially, I work out of Canada uh, from the Markham office of Trox and uh, uh, and I support all of the North American business uh, in the computing solutions category. Uh, we deal with many uh, famous uh, brand name partners such as HP, Lenovo, Acer, Dell, Asus, Samsung, and uh, and many others in other categories. Uh, so all of these partners, they bring great innovative products to the market. We work in the K-12 vertical and we uh, support all of our uh, uh, st uh, school districts uh, with the uh, with the solutions that we bring to the market. Great, excellent. So thank you. I, I um, look forward to hearing your answers. So let's just dive right into it if we can. Um, speaking about mobile devices specifically, what mobile device trends have you seen in education this year versus maybe the same uh, time last year or even previous years before that? What have you seen that's been occurring this year that maybe is is different or how do things compare from your perspective? Absolutely. This is a great question. And what has happened, as everybody is aware, with the COVID pandemic hitting the uh, global uh, economy and the global markets everywhere is and uh, in North America, what we saw is uh, overnight transformation into online learning uh, between, I would say, um, 2020 second uh, second quarter onwards and until now what we have seen is that students are uh, continued to doing online learning across north america and uh, with that came so much demand for technology for computing devices mobile devices where uh, students were not geared to teachers were not geared to working with the technology or online learning and suddenly first of all there was a shortage of resources there was a shortage of you know the know-how with regard to working with those uh, resources so uh Trox stepped stepped up at that time you know we built inventory of uh, great uh, devices and we uh, made sure that uh, we do our part in terms of bringing accessibility and uh, and uh, technology access to technology to for the cust for the uh, students 
And uh, essentially, what we have seen in terms of trends uh, last year versus this year is that a very high demand for uh, devices, especially the entry-level student devices, the 11-inch uh, Chromebooks, 4GB four, uh, four of RAM, 32GB of uh, storage, which are basic specifications. That's what we have seen being in very high demand, and uh, uh, thousands of units have been uh, have been shipped over to the to the to the K to 12 market mm -hmm. uh, to the to the school districts. Um, so just to give you an idea, uh, the years before the total uh, mobile PC shipments in the in the K to 12 sector in the US, uh, we did something like about 14 million units uh, in in the US market. 14. 0.2 million in 2018, 14.1 million in 2019. It was fairly stable at that, and just organic growth. With the with the COVID hitting in 2020, we saw that that almost doubled to about 26.7 million units uh, in that year. And uh, the major chunk of that was Chromebooks, which was about 16.7 million units. Uh, besides that, the Windows came in at around 5 million units, and that was significantly up as well. We see that same trend in this year, where we have the Chrome and Windows leading the uh, opportunity, and the size of the pie is kind of continued to increase uh, versus the years before COVID hit us. Wow, that's a, that's a significant change. Um, and I think people, if they're listening, probably understand that anecdotally, but it's really interesting to get the numbers behind that that just confirms I think what people are seeing and so that's that's I know that maybe we'll get into it in a bit here but I know that at times there was even some shortage of supply and that was certainly a factor so um, interesting recap thank you um, you you've helped um, really thousands of schools um, through our our um, account executives and our programs at Trox and Tierney to find the right computing solutions and in some cases thousands or tens of thousands of devices for a district so in doing that over and over again can you talk about um, if you had to give some advice maybe I'll put it that way what considerations would you recommend that a school make sure that they take into account when making these decisions or maybe another way of saying it is do you see any common pitfalls or mistakes or things that school districts are overlooking when they decide uh, to, to implement devices or, or bring bring on a large um, deployment of devices or, or computing solutions? Absolutely. So with the high demand on devices, what also came is supply chain shortages and supply issues, as well as a, as well as a crunch on the pricing. So we are seeing uh, that for last maybe about six to eight months that major suppliers such as uh, Lenovo and HP and, and pretty much everybody are seeing uh, industry-wide shortage of microchips and, and uh, screens and the various components that go into the, uh, into the hardware. And because of that supply chain issues, the pricing has also been affected. So what is my number one advice to the school districts who are on the fence in terms of uh, making a decision to buy devices now for the next school year is to go ahead and uh, grab your uh, your share of devices because inventory is uh, very limited in the market there is also the price crunch prices are expected to increase and uh, that's not a good uh, situation to be in but unfortunately that's where we are with regard to the global shortages of these components so that's the number one advice in terms of uh, uh, 
making sure that you get your fair share of uh, devices that you that you are looking for for your to support your students secondly uh, besides devices what you also need is uh, services that come along with that so for example uh, warranty is an important one you have accident damage project protection and you have uh, uh, you know the device device life is expected to be somewhere like three to four years and if you can take a coverage of a warranty for about three four years along with accident damage protection with the uh, students uh, k-12 to sector you never know when you would uh, need to get that support or that uh, that assurance that the device is protected besides that uh, we also offer white glove services which is a uh, full deployment in terms of you know uv imaging um, um, uh, getting the device started and enrolled in the in the domain uh, for you. So some of those services, I think, uh, are important to keep into consideration that it's not just about devices and about the license uh, to operate it. It's also all of those full deployment uh, package that we are offering that that would be that would go hand in hand with the uh, with the considerations to buy a device. Yeah, that's those are those are important things. And I know that we um, we've gone to great effort uh, to try and uh, be robust with the offerings and the services because we're seeing the importance of that. And I think it's a good point that it's not always recognized. And sometimes the the services or these bundles are just seen as an add on or an upsell or something like that. And in these cases, um, having a window into the uh, other side of this and seeing things like um, accidental damage warranties and the extended warranties on the device. We've seen that work and become important, especially if you're on a refresh cycle that's that's out, you know, three to four years, that that, that becomes important. So, um, you know, by all means, um, the end users should should weigh those things and and consider them and make the, the best decision. But I think it's a mistake if they're not looking at all of the yes. things that you mentioned, you know, when they're not just focused on maybe the device or the specs or things like that. So those, those are good points. Um, um, my favorite question, uh, what what trends do you see coming in the next, let's just say in the next year? Uh, you're, you're in constant communication, perhaps more than anybody with these manufacturers, um, week to week, day to day about uh, what's coming down the pipeline. And you mentioned things like anticipated shortages and things, but uh, what trends do you anticipate we'll see in the coming year in, in mobile devices? So what we have seen already happening is uh, a move to higher end devices. Uh, as we as we know, the CARES Act funding that came through with about uh, 168 billion dollars, which was in March 2021. There's a lot of money that the government has provided to support uh, online education and education in general with technology, and a bunch of that is going over to the K to 12 sector. So that's a lot of money. And with that, uh, I think the school districts are uh, looking at not only student devices, but higher end teacher devices, higher school uh, learning devices. And with that comes higher specs. So that is one trend that we are seeing. Another one that we have seen is that 14 inch devices compared to the 11 inch because of the bigger screen size. Uh, that is another important uh, development that we have seen over the last uh, quarter and it will continue into the next year. Uh, the other one is uh, with regard to touch versus non-touch. So we are seeing more of a demand for touch devices as well. And then the, the, the most important one that, uh, that I picked up from many of my uh, supplier partners is uh, LTE capable devices. So these are devices that have uh, connectivity, wireless connectivity directly built into the system. So right now, today, devices are 
having a Wi-Fi connectivity, but the LTE provides you a data plan and so that you are independent of a Wi-Fi network. And uh, that is something uh, new and interesting that's coming through and almost all of the partners are in various stages of introducing or launching products, uh, laptops with an LTE connectivity, and we see that more of that is going to be available. Um, active and passive stylus with regard to touch. That is another thing that we have seen where uh, Acer and HP, some of them are introducing products that uh, that will provide that capability. Uh, stylus is, uh, is a device or a tool that allows you to use a touch. Uh, it's a replacement for your finger basically to uh, to navigate and to and to manage your device and to work with your device uh, in terms of processors we have seen that intel has dominated the market in terms of the price points in terms of the uh, popularity but we have also seen that mediatek is now a new uh, entrant into that uh, into that field and they have introduced several uh, generations of uh, new processors and we see that uh, mediatek is going to be something that's going to that's here to to stay and that's going to give a tough, tough competition as well. So many of our brand partners are actually uh, bringing in devices that have uh, MediaTek processors. So those are some of the trends that we are seeing uh, uh, now and, uh, and we expect them to continue into the next year as hopefully we move from uh, online learning to a model where it's a hybrid or in-school learning. Uh, another trend on a similar category is, uh, you know, as schools gear up uh, from uh, online into into in school into in person learning, we see that peripherals and accessories and uh, charging mm -hmm. solutions, for example, are going to be more popular as uh, as uh, devices or as uh, solutions that are available on the premises. Yeah, can you talk um, a little bit more about that? And maybe same question that I asked you about devices. Do you have any recommendations for? what the considerations should be for charging because this is an interesting com um this is an interesting discussion because it may be something that school districts are are not accounting for is having these in some cases thousands of devices that have never actually been in the physical school district so coming back and and having to account for the charging in that way so any any words of wisdom you could give uh, school districts in in trying to account for that um change and in, in this coming fall sure so yes, charging solutions basically come in two different formats, the charging carts, which are movable with casters and charging cabinets. And uh, we provide those solutions. There are many brand partners such as uh, Anywhere, Aver, and uh, Copernicus, Lock and Charge, and uh, Crocs branded products as well, which, which are very well high demanded products. We have sold like thousands of units. So what these products do is you've got a capability of charging these uh, device, student devices, as you said, Derek, uh, which are uh, which which have never been to the school and once uh, in-person learning starts and the students are using the devices there will be a need to charge them the charging cards basically allow for somewhere between uh, depending on the model you can charge between 18 to up to 42 uh, devices at the same time and uh, that's that's a great solution because you can uh, you can hook up your devices overnight and the next next day morning they're ready to go they are available or during uh, breaks as well uh, cards are uh, easily uh, movable. You can move them from library to the common room to any classroom where, where it's needed. Uh, so we have a lot of different solutions available within our uh, within our setup, uh, and we we will be happy to uh, work with you. Please talk to your uh, account executive, and they can uh, guide you in for the right solution. 
Perfect. Well, um, on behalf of the podcast network, I want to thank Mo Khan for joining us today. Some really insightful conversations about um, mobile devices and what we've seen so far and maybe what we have are going to see in the future. So thank you again, Mo, for joining. And for those of you listening, we look forward to talking with you again soon. 